I loved my conversation with Don Gruders of Broken Vessel Sales. We are live at the Las Vegas market doing some recordings here on campus. And she was my first guest and she did awesome. We just did a power session of a lot of tips about sales. We talk about inside sales. We talk about customer service, relationship building, and some advice for small businesses as we deal with the uncertainty of today's economy, recession, inflation, some big topics that we discuss in this power session. So before we dive in, I just wanna share that this is what Dawn said. Broken vessels, accumulation of my years of experience doing inside sales and using what I learned through conversations with thousands of retailers and sharing it with businesses that want to connect with more customers. We focus on building strong relationships with wholesale vendors, sales reps, and retail customers. Our goal is to maximize sales through relationship-based inside sales that communicates value-add information with customers consistently. If you are looking for some inside sales help, Dawn is your lady. And also check out her podcast, Inside and Gift and Home. She's crushing it there. Let's dive into this episode. Are you ready to open up and talk about all things business? I'm Crystal Vilkaitis, a curious entrepreneur who loves talking about business, especially over a glass of wine. I started Crystal on Cork to share open and honest conversations about my journey and talk to other entrepreneurs about their experiences. We pull back the curtain and talk about the highs and the lows. Wine isn't required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. Dawn, welcome to Crystal Uncorked. I'm thrilled you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And we're in person. Yes. 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 If you're watching this, you know, we're hoping you're watching this. We're trying all this out. Dawn is my first interview here at the Las Vegas market. And we're just going to see how this goes and have a great conversation about business. Yes. And about sales, which we'll get to a little bit later. Yes. Uh, but tell everybody why you started Broken Vessel Sales. We'd love to know more about what you do. Okay. So I started Broken Vessel Sales in 2020, which was not a year to really start a business, but I discovered a need that a lot of sales reps and wholesale vendors had when it came to 2020 and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They couldn't meet each other in person. And so I had inside sales experience. And so I went to a lot of vendors and reps. They started calling me and I was asking questions and they wanted to know, how do I call people on the phone? What do I say? How do I organize myself? And so when I discovered that this was a problem, I'm a helper and I like to solve problems. I knew that I could help in this situation. Mm. So I started out with a training program for inside sales and then moved into some consulting with some companies and how to implement inside sales and then ended up creating a team of inside sales people because vendors were like, I can't manage that. I want you to do it. And so that's how my business kind of started. Wow. And has it been, are you just seeing the momentum ever since? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, at first when you start something, you just don't know how it's going to go. Uh-huh. Um, but it had definitely, momentum has definitely picked up, which is exciting. Yeah. A little overwhelming, but exciting. Yeah, and as I know. Well, I feel like you started at such a perfect time. And that's the thing when you've heard this a lot, like especially May, April of 2020, where, you know, the whole world has changed. Yeah. But through a pandemic or through a crisis is we create innovation. We have new ideas, new things come out of that. And that's exactly what you did. You saw an opportunity, you 
you jumped right in. Yes. And are you primarily working with rep groups? Is that, would you say that's your? Um, primarily right now I'm working with wholesale vendors okay, in a variety of different categories, primarily working with them. Have some interest from rep groups as well. Um, and then talking to, you know, how, how can I help with retailers? So that's one thing I always think about too is, you know, are they, they usually have a list of customers that are their top customers. Are you taking the time to call those customers if they haven't been in for a while, checking in on them? So even using some of the inside sales um, strategies that we use, even as a retailer. Exactly. So, okay, so let's talk about that. Okay. So if we were, if you were talking to a retailer or a local business owner, and they were like, you know, traffic has just been really slow for me lately. I'm sure you could give like a two week course on all the ways that you could be selling and getting more people um, in while marketing is going to be more so from the traffic perspective. Let's say, let me change this a little bit. Let's say that they're getting the traffic Mm -hmm. in, they're posting the social, hopefully they're seeing that traffic, but it's not converting. They're like, our sales are low, people aren't buying, or it's just like our average ticket is lower. What is a couple of things that you would advise the retailer to see more sales? Yeah, so I would definitely start with asking questions of those consumers that come in, or maybe their top customers, giving them a call and saying, you know, is there something you're needing? Like, we all know that recession is looming and we're kind of in that. So what what are the things that you guys are looking for or what how much would you spend on a gift like starting to ask some of those questions will help then that retailer understand like maybe i don't have the right product assortment yeah or maybe i need to invest in a category that i didn't normally think about or maybe there's um you know different people like different um maybe there's different categories of people that they should be looking at and that maybe have more of a spend right now than other categories. So, you know, like families probably aren't the ones that have a lot of the spend right now, but maybe grandmas and grandpas are. So maybe they focus towards that kind of category of people and consumers that are coming into their stores. Such good advice. I talk about perfect customer groups and PCGs. And so we know we should ideally know and identify who our PCGs are. Mm -hmm. But in times of uncertainty, and if you are seeing that slowdown, reevaluating the PCGs and are you missing an audience group? I feel like there's probably a good chance that you are. Yes. Not connecting with those people. Yeah. Um, And then I love that you say asking, like just send the survey, get to know there's knowledge and and data, right? And so, or there's, no, there's power in knowledge yes and data yes yeah absolutely yeah and i am such a numbers person and i love numbers i know it doesn't tell the whole story but it does give you a good place to start to start asking yeah. questions with the numbers that you're seeing yeah the other thing that i would recommend is if they have a wholesale or they have a consumer website and they're seeing things like left in their carts or and they have the access to that customer's phone number or email they need to start asking questions like, why haven't you purchased? Maybe it's because of a price point or maybe they need something, additional information for you to make that purchase. Yeah. Those are things that I think they should be doing because at this point, you want to try and capture all those customers as much as you can. Absolutely. Well, and it's it's customer service is selling. Yes, right. So I feel like if you approach it in the sense of I'm helping you, yes. I didn't check out yet. Yes. What else? What questions do you have so I can make sure that this is like a for sure product for you? Absolutely. And um and I think sometimes I know like retains are so busy. There's so much that's going on that we can sometimes overlook that. Obviously, yes. there's technology yes. from the e com, right? Yes. So have those abandoned cart emails yes. on so you make sure that you're 
connecting with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the customer service is selling. So yes. Just having that great customer service. Yes. yes. Yep. And asking those questions. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so let's go back to recession. Yeah. That, you know, the word, the uncertainty, like there is, I've been, I was at the Dallas market. Yeah. I missed Atlanta. I know you were there. Yes. You've been at all of them. Yes. And there's just been some really good conversations that I've been in about what do you think is going to happen and what what do we need to do for our small businesses and our retailers? So how, what are you, what advice would you give to small businesses as they are dealing with this uncertainty? Yeah. So I think you still have to lean into it. You still have to, people are still going to buy, um, maybe not to the level that they have at certain other times, but they're still going to buy. So you have to lean into what are the things that you know your customers are looking for. Um, and what are, maybe, maybe you look at your inventory differently. Maybe you look at the amount that you purchase differently, but I still think you need to have inventory in your stores. Wholesale vendors still need to have inventory, but you just look at it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we are in an uncertain time, but I think that's when those are those really strong businesses that come out of those. Yep. And so you have to look at things differently, but you can still come into that recession and come out of it stronger. Exactly. Financially, everything. Exactly. And look at what you did in 2020. Yeah. There's opportunity in these crisis situations. Yeah. And so when you are thinking differently, asking questions, and that's when creation and innovation happens. No, there's a new service that you can buy with your store that you didn't have before, but you see a need and you can do that. Yeah. Maybe there's different products or categories you can add in or different customer segments, things like that that you can add in. You just have to look at things a little bit different. Exactly. Exactly. And I think too, like I would add on, I feel like there's such a great opportunity. Like our retailers are very typically very connected to the community. Yes. And as business owners, you're feeling that and there's a lot of, um, there could be a lot of fear, but your communities, we're all feeling this. So creating some of these events and connecting with your customers through social or in your store. Like I thought this place to have people connect and be together. And I think that that's, I would just add all like this connection is what we need during this. Absolutely. Yes. And I think that's one thing that I always talk about when I talk about inside sales is it's not typical telemarketing inside sales, which a lot of people think it's relationship-based inside sales. And so it's building that relationship. You can do that through phone calls. You can do that through face-to-face connections, Mm -hmm. but focusing on that relationship and getting to know that person and their wants and needs and their businesses wants and needs as well. Yeah. I think that's such a great point. I'm glad that you said that because I do feel like a lot of businesses have fear in selling. Yes. I don't want to be salesy and sleazy and all those things. And if you focus on you're just connecting and you're building the relationship. And again, it's customer service. Yeah. Really. Right. Yeah. Um, how that type of approach with yes. it. I think retailers really need to think that way. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I want to ask you about as you built your business. So it's 2023. Yes. It's been about three years yes. now and you have this momentum. You mentioned that you're building these teams. Yes. Now, is this a team that you have or you have these teams that other people can use? So those are, it's a team that I have, okay. but uh, we work with vendors and call customers on their behalf. Awesome. And so we are selling on selling a, a vendor that we work with. 
were selling their products to the retailers. And so we call on behalf of those customers. We maybe they're active customers, maybe they're dormant customers that mm-hmm. haven't been touched for quite a while. Yeah. Or maybe they are leads from the shows. Like that's a great thing. A lot of the vendors don't have time to follow up with the leads from the show. So that's something that we help our vendors with as well. Also, what a great service. Yeah. Because it's hard like you to to hire multiple people to do inside yeah. sales and yeah. have those people on payroll and manage that yeah. team. Yeah. You're doing that for them. Yes. And how many vendors do you work with? So right now we have seven vendors awesome. that we work with. Um, and so I've been at shows looking yeah. for two. Yeah. Uh, but my ideal... Um, the people that I like to work with and have on my team are actually stay-at-home moms. And the reason I like that is because I was fortunate to be able to stay at home and still do inside sales, but it helps you to, outside of this being a mom, which there's so much, it's such a hard job and such a rewarding job, but sometimes you need something else. And that was something for me that I needed. And so I want to hire in, or I want to hire moms that maybe want to play some phone calls when their kids are at preschool yeah. or the babies are napping and things like that. Um, it's a lot to manage, but it's part time. And so no. I'm always looking for more people that are in. Okay. So, so mamas, if you're yes. watching this, yes. if you're looking yes. for some part time, I love the culture yeah. focused on. Yeah. Because also, like, you're so right. I have some mom friends and you obviously mom, be a mom, yeah. mom but yeah. it is a lot of work like yes. you just said and it is also very rewarding but you still what i've heard and i'm in just kind of you know a fly on the wall in social media yes. is that obviously you still have you want an outlet yes you still have passions you want to drive income for your yes. household absolutely but doing so and i think this is something that's so beautiful in the time that we live in with technology is it can be flexible and yes. it can be remote and it can accommodate to having family and still yep. Uh, I love that that's your, you've got this tribe of mamas. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. that's perfect too for retail. Yeah. Like they so co- probably connect well with the retail. Absolutely. Because yeah. they're, the, they're a lot of the retailers, like that's their target market. And so yeah. They understand that. They know what it's like to buy and be a consumer. And so they can help and advise in that role as well. Yeah. I love it. Uh, what is some of the best business advice you've ever been given? Yeah. Um, it's something I constantly have to remind myself, but just take it one step at a time. It's like one small step, whether it's sending an email to somebody, whether it is um, having a conversation with somebody, maybe it's a new process or a system, whatever it looks like, just one step at a time. Mm. So I don't get overwhelmed. Yep. It's such good advice. I needed to hear that. <laughs> I feel like we've been, we have a lot of momentum right now. Yeah. You and you're like running, right? Yeah. Just like, and then I'm sure you feel this way. It's like something happens and you're like, yes, that's exciting. I want to do all these things yes. now because that one thing happened. Yeah. But then the overwhelm, you're yes. like, now everything feels like it's important. It's a priority. Absolutely. Where do I start? So just one yes. step at a time. One step at a time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel very blessed and fortunate that things have gone the way that they have. But um, I just have to not get overwhelmed and take one step at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as we wrap up here, I am curious to know what are you, what are some of your predictions for this rest of 2023 as it relates to selling? Where do you think is going to be the strongest for small businesses as they are selling? Yeah, I really think it's building their relationships. I really think that it's you lean into your customers and ask those questions and build relationships and, you know, even going to your top customers, whether you're a retailer or a wholesale vendor or your sales rep. 
whether you go to those customers and you ask questions like, what is it that you need? What are the things that you are struggling with? What are things that are working really well in your business? Or as a consumer, what are things that, you know, you feel like you can spend on or like asking those questions. And those are ways to build relationships with those customers. So I, I really think as we go through 2023, it's building those relationships. I love it. So good. Um, I just want to plug your podcast inside gift and home. Yeah. Right? Yes. Inside gift and home. Yes. If you're in the industry, check out Dawn's podcast. How is it going? It is good. It yes. is something completely new that I've had to learn, but it's been an exciting thing. I'd love to learn new things. And so it's been exciting. Um, and so it's for wholesale vendors. It's for sales reps and retailers just to have conversations. I feel like a lot of times we don't know what each other struggles with and we're working together, but we don't know what we struggle with. So let's talk about things that we struggle with and put the conversation out there and be able to help one another Yeah, and see it from another perspective. Yes. Which goes back to connection, yes. relationships, yes. bridging that gap. Yes. Awesome. That's and the goal. It. And rabbit dog so much. How can people find out more about you? Um, so um, you can go to my website. It's brokenvesselsales.com. Um, and that has the podcast on there. That's also on um, Apple and Spotify. And then um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Dawn underscore Broders. Um, Facebook, you can find me there too. Um, yeah, those are all places. I love it. And you know what? The sad thing is that we didn't have wine. Yes. <laughs> with Dawn. It's 11.30, but we will cheers with our water. That is, there we, we go. We did our first Las Vegas interview, yes. which is so appreciate. This is so yes. fun. Thank I, you for being here, Dawn. Yes. You're welcome. All right. I'll see you on the next see you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, real quick. If you are a retail store owner, I would love to see you at Evolve. This is my in-person marketing conference happening April 26th and 27th, 2023 in Denver, Colorado at the Gaylord Rockies, which is a stunning venue. You get to spend two days with me and my team and keynote speakers, as well as other retailers looking to evolve their marketing, business, and lives. It's an intimate event. We only have 200 tickets available and we've already sold a lot of those seats already. So this event will sell out. Do not delay because we have special pricing depending on when you hear this and when you sign up. And uh, I would love to see you in that room. So go to crystalmediaco.com slash evolve. That's crystalmediaco.com slash evolve to get your ticket. And I would love to see you there. And thank you for listening to this episode. Bye.